Let's get this mother crawled. You are watching a master. Yeah. It's your boy, Flipper Badger. Bastard. What? Flipper Badger. Morning, afternoon, and evening, people. You should be headed to go get some money. This your boy, Flipper Badger. This is Sports Corner Podcast. While you do that, let's tune it in. I got to address Markel Fuchs. Did you see the 76ers game last night? He's been working. 76ers look like a threat. What you think? Fourth seed in the playoffs, uh, facing the Wizards. Michael Fuchs, uh, he looked aggressive last night, man. I, I like that. Uh, at the same time, I didn't like it because he was a little too aggressive. He was a little bit out of control, but uh, he had some nice spin moves. Uh, I could see in the playoffs drop him, Josh. Um, Doing a lot of uh, drawing a lot of charges, uh, but Michael Fuchs, uh, yeah, they've been working with him. I like his mid range shot. Uh, he only took one, he took two, but uh, it was a nice form. He made uh, the last one on, I think, for his 10th point. A lot of drives, nice passes, uh, a lot of. Trying to save me passes, more so setting up your teammate passes. What I mean by that, uh, he had a couple plays where he hit the spin move. He was running into the paint. The whole 15 minutes he played, he was aggressive. He changed the whole look of the 76 team where all of them was pretty much aggressive and out of control while he was on the floor. It was like all of them was out of control and aggressive. But at the same time, it made for some good scoring. Um... I can see that being a problem in the playoffs uh, until he calmed down. But, hey, that was his first game back, so what more could you expect? But, uh, Michael Fuchs, uh, I'm really digging the guy. Uh, the mid-range game, like I said, was good. Uh, drive to the basket. He opened it up a little bit. Uh, well... The team was a little confused. They uh didn't know what to do with Fuchs. They played him like he was a newbie, like he couldn't play. They didn't even treat him like he just came out of college. They treated him like he was the last pick off of the playground. So a lot of them shots, a lot of them buckets, a lot of them drives, it looked good because you was dealing with a team that wasn't ready for you, didn't expect you to do that, didn't expect you to be aggressive. So it's pretty much easy points. In the playoffs, I could see them really bearing down on them. And if John Wall come back, in the first round, Markel Fuchs would look pretty bad. John Wall is one of them point guards that uh, loves to give the opposing point guard hell. He loves to be on them. He loves to play. And he's... Not he's like up and down with the defense, but his defense is when he's involved and when he's interested. Oh my goodness, look out! And he loves to prove that he's the best point guard on the court that night, especially when he feels like he's playing. He has to play up to the competition. 
if he had to play the 76ers and Markel Foots there, he's going to try to make Markel look bad. He's going to, oh, he's going to lick his chops. I remember on, I forget what game it was. I think that was a Miami game or a Nick game. But him and um, Bradley Bill took turns. Took, and uh, 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 Kelly Oubre took turns on this one particular point guard because they knew his defense was lacking. They knew he was a rookie. And they just took turns. They licked their chops. And I think Bradley Bill got like 32 that night. John Wall with like 28, I think 12 assists. I think I remember the stat line. Just forget the team. But, uh, yeah, uh, whatever the 76ers do this year, it's a success. They're in the fourth seed from a team that wasn't even in the playoffs last year. Wasn't even in the playoffs how many years ago? I think the last time we – oh. Did Igladala take them to the playoffs? Oh, it's been a minute, man. So, but for to make the playoffs, Joel Embiid, since he came back, been screaming, playoff, playoff, playoffs, trust the process. We're going to the playoffs. Even when people knew he was just out his mind last year for saying it. But they came close even last year to making the playoffs. So that's something to be proud of. Y'all make the playoffs. If y'all make it to the second round, that's y'all championship. Seriously. Y'all won a championship. Y'all can make it past the Wizards in the playoffs. Y'all won a championship. It is a successful season. I'm sure that y'all going to attract a good free agent. A good one. Not a marquee. Because y'all ain't there just yet. Y'all got respect. But... LeBron James, he won't go there. So, people, stop fooling yourself on LeBron to Philly. I believe he would choose Philly before he choose L.A. And I know y'all would think, oh, he got a home in L.A. Oh, he got this, he got that. Well, you know what? I think he would choose L.A. before he choose Philly. Oh. Uh, my my particular choice is uh LeBron will stay in Cleveland. Um, it's the smartest decision to do is at the end of his career. What better way to end your career than stay in Cleveland for four more years? Your son getting to the draft and he and you make it so he's drafted to the Cavaliers in your last year. Where you can at least help him have a successful rookie season. How old is LeBron son again? My thought is he's like 13. Maybe 14. So, five more years. Uh, LeBron in five more years. I can see him probably doing it just for his son. But there's no guarantee his son will get to the team he's at. But if LeBron was in Cleveland... There's a big guarantee his son end up where he at unless his son end up a top three pick. Because I see no way possible LeBron a LeBron James team will field you a top three pick. I lose all respect for LeBron. I don't that people, people, people. You call LeBron the king, you call him the GOAT. Everybody knows that LeBron Slick wants to. Everybody 
got has a great assumption, I say, that LeBron wants to play with his son before he leaves. If that's the case, people, you have to understand. The only way, it's two ways LeBron may play with his son. And it's if he if he's not in Cleveland. And it, and well, let me go back. There's two ways LeBron will be able to play with his son. Is if his son is not that good, that his son can probably be like a 14th, 13th, 14th pick. I can see Cleveland landing in that range with LeBron on the team um, in four or five more years, you know, and still it won't look so bad on him. Maybe, nah. His son has to be an 18th pick because LeBron's going to be in the playoffs one way or the other. He probably don't be a first, second, third seed, but I can't take the playoffs away from LeBron. So I can see him maybe making like the seven or eight seed and being able to land, you know, uh, his son at number 18 or 19. But that his son is too damn good, man. So, you know, he'll have to leave or, or feel the trade. Which he's good at. LeBron, the general manager. Zeke Upshaw. Gotta bring him up. I forget the Boston Celtic player's name. We had two that died. It was Lynn Bias and Reggie Lewis. Uh, both died mysteriously. While one on cocaine, you know, from being excited from the signing, and one died on the court. I forget which one died on the court, but Zeke Upshaw was very resembling of that, and it was real freaky. Um, I can I can say I was I had the not pleasure, but I was alive when um my Celtics player passed away on the court. And that was, I was young, but and I, I really wasn't, like, knowing enough to say, oh, you know, it was more so like, wow. But, um, yeah, I, I would like to know why. I would like to hear more about Zeke Upshaw, what happened, if his family do release what happened. I'm sure eventually we will know. But uh, prayers to his family, man. Prayers to the Upshaw family. Prayers to his mother. Prayers to his father. I pray, you know, that if he have a child, anything, that, you know, they can make it through that okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tragedies and uh, in the NBA, the NBA or uh, the Celtics, my team, I must respect uh, Celtics and the Sacramento Kings teamed up for uh, Stephon Clark. Uh, was killed by officers about over a little week ago. Uh, he had a cell phone in his hand, and um, they uh supposedly you know there was calls that he was breaking into houses. Uh, when the officers did reach him, he was in his grandparents' yard, people in his grandparents' yard, and um had a cell phone in his hand. Um, was shot down. My problem with that, we're not gonna speak on it alone. This is not a political uh format, but uh I am very political. Uh that was messed up, people. Um each officer shot more than ten shots. What happened to the 
police incapacitating the suspect more so than shooting to kill. You know it's shooting shooting to kill a suspect when you're shooting more than three times. Seriously, people, two officers shot more than ten times at a at a uh youngster that had a cell phone saying, Now you can go with I thought he had a gun, but if you thought he had a gun, do I mean he didn't shoot before you shot. He didn't shoot after you shot. He didn't shoot after you shot. He didn't shoot after you shot. I'm pretty sure he was on the ground probably by after the second or third shot. Still shooting this guy. Shooting at this guy. Um, you hear it not around go off yet. You know, uh, and that's messed up, people. That's what I find messed up in it. So, uh, prayers out to his family. Um, y'all look out for another article. I'm sorry, y'all supposed to be got one this week. We'll drop one next week. Uh, it's done. Just been busy. So we'll keep it fluent. Uh, the playoff picture look crazy, people. Gold State Warriors look weak. The Rockets look set. The Blazers look hot. The Thunder look confusing. The Spurs look like it's time for a change. <laughs> Black and white uniform and Play, making a playoff a black president, you know, it's time for a change, people. What you think? The Spurs are looking looking a little wild right now. Kawhi Leonard, uh, I understand you was misdiagnosed, but my guy, get on the court. They don't see anything wrong with you, bone, anything. The daughters are looking like, what the hell is going on? Get on the court, Kawhi. Get on the court. You're making yourself look bad. I'm not a Spurs fan, but if I was a Spurs fan, bro, I'm losing respect for you, not the Spurs, for Kawhi Leonard. Bro, I don't want you on my team next year. That's just me as a Celtics fan. I don't want you on my team because of what you're not just because I'm so selective with my team. I don't even want LeBron there, but you're making yourself look bad. I'm going to tell you the last player to make me feel that way it was Paul George. That stuff he was saying to Indiana, he, he didn't want to be there and all that. And I would never want to see Paul George in a Celtic uniform. I'd be so mad because he didn't show loyalty to Indiana. No matter how much Indiana... Make you know they didn't make move right. That's stuff you don't just bring out to the media and make people not want to play with you. And I, I refuse, I would be so mad if they uh were to get him or Kawhi because Kawhi is just Kawhi's Kawhi, he's crying. Kawhi, cry, but I'm digging the playoff pitch, I'm digging basketball this year. What do you think? I have a proposal. And pretty soon we're going to do call-ins. Uh, but I have a proposal. And I would like to know what do y'all think about this proposal. With the one and done. Um, I mean, not with the one and done. We're going to speak on that, though. I have a proposal with the, the bottom eight teams. Or bottom ten teams, for that matter. 
that's tanking. I feel like to bring more drama and more to the NBA and the tanking, like, kind of, like, stop at the same time, bring excitement. Uh, The bottom 10 teams should also have a tournament. Not a playoff, but a tournament. The winner of that tournament wins the number one draft pick out of 10 teams. And um, it goes on from that. The one in the second place, whoever the winner end up being, second place, get the second, third, and so far, so on, all the way up to uh, 10. Um, I think that would be a good idea, and it will make for good basketball and make for good viewership. People still want to see their team playing something at the end, playing for something. And draft pick, that's, you know, number one draft pick is like a championship for, for tanking teams. So imagine the, the the bottom 10 teams playing in a tournament at the end of the season for rights to the number one draft pick. And so far, so on, two, three, four, all the way to 10. It's a good idea. What you think? Chime in. Remember, Facebook.com slash DA Sports Corner and DA1 Sports Corner Twitter handle. Check us out. Check us out. Like, subscribe, share people. The NFL landscape. I got to speak on that before I go. The Rams made a move. The Dominican suit 14 million for the strength in their Super Bowl chances. Oh, I like that signing. I like that signing. The Rams will be a problem next year. I give them 11 games though. But I give them their problem status being in the playoffs. I don't give the Rams 12 games, people. I give them 11 games. I don't know if there's going to be an uproar or what, but I feel like that's right, just about right for them. But I, but at the same time, people remember, I said, they're going to be a problem in the playoffs. They will be a problem next year. I was waiting to see where Sue went. I would love for him to went to the Colts, Colts fan, but they failed to get him, so I really think if you're a coach fan, you listen to this, I really think we're looking at another uh, subpar year. I think Andrew Luck is guaranteed. He's certified, people. He's certified. A healthy Andrew Luck is guaranteed to give you 10 wins. So, coach fan, just hope for his health. And we can say we had a successful season. At, at least for a comeback. Because, my goodness. People that want it done in the NBA, I don't agree with it, but yeah, I agree with it. Um, I feel like this. There's a lot of youngsters that's coming into the league, and we can go back to we can't put Kyle Kuzma part of this list because I uh, he he stayed. There's a lot of youngsters want it done. They come in, they're too small, they're not completely ready. And I'm going to speak on Josh Jackson with the Suns, uh, Ben Simmons, even though he's having a good year. 
He's having a good year, people. But I'm speaking about last year. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Markel Fultz. Uh, who else? Chris Stapps, Porzingis. Uh, Willie Carly-Stein. Frank Kaminsky. Those players, even though talented, I feel like should have... If they, you know, say for instance, they came out without the one and done in place, and they said, forget this, we coming out of high school. I didn't like them coming out of college. They had the time to come out of college, but take advantage of the de developmental league. That's how you bring ratings to that. NBA, if you want to make money, make real money, and at the same time develop these kids into stars, Y'all don't want to go into the uh y'all don't y'all want to come out in college I mean high school y'all want to come out of college it does not matter where you come out from you go into the G League first and you got to spend a year there or two you have to develop you know what I feel like two years minimum two years in the G League no matter if you go to college now unless you go to college for two years. You go to college for two. If you go to college for one year, you spend one year in the G League. If you go to the, if you coming out of high school, you coming into the draft out of high school, you gotta spend two years in G League. Developmental league, it's like the minors. And that's one thing I give the baseball. Um, baseball is not big like that, but people watch, pay attention to the minors, uh, in the same sense as us taking paying attention to the major real fans. Because they want to see how these players develop. And, you know, they we see the stars in the minor league. It makes you watch. I mean, seriously, uh, we're going to speak on superstars alone, man. Michael Jordan, Tim Tebow. That's the name of few. But I, I would like to see them do that. Seriously, though, I think kids should go to college. Even though you have athletes... They decide to go back to college while they're playing pro, but not at least try to depend on just their money. And you got these kids coming out, and they like money, 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 money. I couldn't wait to get the hell up out of school. And some kids don't go back, and they don't have anything to fall back on. So when they get hurt, you know, uh, or they, you know, anything happened where they're no longer playing in the league. They're fighting to play overseas. They're fighting to do that because that's their only income. And you have free players that do that now, but because they have nothing to fall back on, this is what they, you know, was hoping for. And I think that's the wrong message. What you be starting with a young athlete is to allow them to come in, with, you know, just like that. Even though I understand, oh, that's millions of dollars, or at first it's thousand dollars. You can get hurt in your first two years. I mean, you really getting like a thousand. You really getting like fifty thousand a year, twenty thousand a year at first. You know, you're not really getting paid big money. People tend to think that you're getting paid big money, but you're not. So uh, you can get hurt, and I feel like these kids need their education. So I feel like this. Do away with the one one and done. I agree. Stipulation. G League.
online courses. And kind of like, you know, it's not, it, it don't have to be something for the public to know, but them players you need to preach to them or put in some type of protocol that they have to at least get into some type of online school and care about their future people. Because we have players that get hurt, and that's it. You don't see from them, hear from them no more. If you do hear about them, it's uh, bus stories. Greg Oden, Antoine Walker ran away with money. People talk about Ila Iverson, about him being broke. He's not broke, but he don't have the money to his it is available. He he doesn't have the money available to him at all times. He gets more like an allowance from Reebok people. Ice Cube gave Allen Iverson a chance in Big Three. Allen Iverson fucked that chance up. His he right now he's just a name. He's just a name, people. Uh, Allen Iverson, uh, you and I want to make sure I clarify this. You talking to someone that was the biggest Allen Iverson fan. The biggest Allen Iverson fan. Though I've been a Celtic fan since 98. 99, 2000, 2001, I rocked with them doggone Sixers. Who didn't? Who did not rock with them them Sixers? Seriously, the shoes, the braids. I embodied the Allen Iverson style, people, so... And you know what? Because of Isla Iverson, I became a hot sauce fan from Aaron One because they was, to me, the same people. Braids, handles out this world, shake you out your socks, and was charismatic. Uh, had a swag about them that it was easy to pull to. So, you know, I, I, I don't agree with the one and done being taken away, I, I agree with it only if there were stipulations in place. Put in place for the athlete to still succeed even after uh, basketball. Uh, being part of business classes while they're in the G League. You know, something to kind of like help them for a career after basketball. And, you know. I agree with it then. But yeah, people. Get your money. Good you up. Handle your business. This sports corner. Your boy Flipper Badger. Version 1, man. Podcast. Check us out. Facebook.com slash DA Sports Corner. That's DA Sports Corner. And Twitter handle at DA1, the number one sports corner, Twitter. Check us out, man. Like, share, subscribe, man. Get with us. Your boy Flipper Badger. I'm out.